wow, it's been five days and we have been fasting. How many of you can still go on fasting for maybe another two or three more days? Anyone here? Uh, I do hope that you're all receiving your breakthroughs already. You have somehow sensed the presence of God in your life. Um, you know, as we are, you know, I've been doing this for the past, I don't know how many years we've been doing this, for the past uh, uh, at least one decade. Uh, the whole movement is fasting with us, not only us here in Victory Alabang, but, you know, the churches in Metro Manila, uh, all across the provinces, all across our movement, different parts of the globe. We are all seeking the Lord this year, and we're declaring what an awesome God we have. And even as we end our fasting today, for, the five, for five days, it doesn't mean that we will end our seeking the Lord. It doesn't end that we will end our time and encounter with Him. For me, it's a jump start for 2021. And I, I do hope that as we have seen 2020 as maybe declaring it just like a dark year, uh, I, I believe that God is doing a reset, a restart for us for the year 2021. May this five-day fasting be an immersion or a jump start of sorts of, uh, you know, a year of us just continuing to encounter with God and to immerse ourselves, to inquire with God, to regularly spend time with the Lord. I believe that this past five days have been amazing. You have probably, uh, you know, uh, engaged with the devotions. You've spent time uh, praying with your family members. Maybe some of you have prayed with your small groups. Some of you have prayed with some of the members of the church. But we will not end this time of prayer in just these five days. We will continue doing this daily. Everyone say daily. This whole year, we will actually continue to, not fast, but just seek God and pray with Him. If you want to fast, go ahead and extend your fast, okay? You know, in the year 2020... Last year, we probably realized that uh, there's so many plans that we have made that it did not materialize. But 2021 for us is a fresh start. 2021 for us, I believe, is a fresh encounter with God. And we must learn to, you know, just walk with God, pace with God, daily depending on Him, and daily inquiring of, uh, you know, from His Spirit, you know, seeking God for direction. My question for you tonight is this. Do you seem to encounter the same kinds of problems uh, that you had before? You know, maybe even pre-2020. Have you been facing the same kind of difficulties or trials or hindrances or obstacles in your life? Maybe these are recurring trials that you have been facing even before we experienced COVID. Uh, is there a way for us to overcome these kinds of obstacles? I believe so. But How? You know, today we will be learning from the story of King David as I share a short exhortation for us tonight. And I'd like to uh, encourage you to just lean from, uh, glean on this from the Word of God. And we're going to be reading from 1 Chronicles chapter 14. So if you have your Bibles, go ahead and open your Bibles to 1 Chronicles uh, chapter 14. And we'll be reading from verses 8 to 17. All right? 1 Chronicles 14, verse 8 to 17. I'm reading from the ESV translation. When the Philistines heard that David had been anointed king over all Israel, all the Philistines went up to search for David. But David heard of it and went out against them. Now the Philistines had come and made a raid in the valley of Rephaim. Or Rephaim. And David inquired of God in verse 10. And he asked of God, shall I go up against 
the Philistines. And in verse 11, he said, he, and he went up to Baal Perazim. Uh, oh, sorry. And the Lord said to him, Go and I will give them into your hand. And he went up to Baal Perazim, and David struck them down there. And David said, God has broken through my enemies by my hand like a bursting flood. And this is where we get the word breakthrough. Everybody say breakthrough. Okay? If you are, you know, there in the comment section, just go ahead and type the word breakthrough. I believe that God has some breakthroughs for us this year. Uh, in verse uh, 12, and they left their gods there, and David gave a command, and they were burned. Verse 13, and the Philistines yet again made a raid in the valley. And when David again inquired of God, let's say those words again, David again inquired of God. God said to him, you shall not go up against them. Go around and come against them opposite the balsam trees. And when you hear the sound of marching in the tops of the balsam trees, then go out to battle, for God has gone out before you to strike down the army of the Philistines. And David did as God commanded him, and they struck down the Philistine army from Gibeon to Gezer, and the fame of David went out into all lands, and the Lord brought the fear of him upon all nations. This is the word of the Lord. Bless our time tonight as we study your word, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. You know, this is the time when David was just newly installed as the king of Israel. And, you know, a previous, uh, in the previous chapters, we would read that King Saul had just died. It was a sad moment, a sad reality. And together with his sons, you know, uh, basically the Philistines plundered the nation of Israel. Uh, King Saul was defeated by the Philistines, and there was a sharp contrast with David and Saul. Now, of course, there's a lot of similarities between them. Both led Israel. Both were gifted leaders. And both had a common enemy, the Philistines. Now, one strike or one sharp difference between Saul and David is this. Saul did not inquire of the Lord regularly. And we see this in 1 Chronicles chapter 10, verse 13 to 14. And if I may just read that. So Saul died for his breach of faith. And he broke faith with the Lord in that he did not keep the command of the Lord and also consulted a medium seeking guidance. Instead of inquiring from the Lord, he sought an albulario or a medium or something like that or whatever you, you call it locally. He did not seek guidance from the Lord. Therefore, the Lord put him to death and turned the kingdom over to David, the son of Jesse. But yet, on the other hand, we see that David always inquired of the Lord. And in the passage that we have read earlier, I just want to share three things that we can learn from the life of David. And I believe that these are things that we can apply this year as we have just come into a new year, brand new year, 2021. And I believe that many of us, are, all of us are hopeful. All of us are looking at this year as a year of 
uh, restoration, a year of fresh encounters, a year of God just, you know, allowing change to happen, uh, hopefully in our situation. Yes, I know that the vaccine is still to be rolled out in the Philippines. I know that the, the, you know, that the virus is still active. I know that there's still a pandemic happening all over the world. But I also believe that God, in this new year, God's going to give us a fresh start. First thing I want to share about David is God's presence was David's priority. God's presence was David's priority. My question for us is, is this our priority too this year? Is God's presence our priority? We will see this in chapter 13, the previous chapter that we've read, that the, the first order of the day, you know, when David took oath, uh, office as the new king of Israel, you know, they, they have this, you know, for the first time, for example, uh, for new presidents that are being installed, they have what they call the first 100 days of office. And the first priority of David was this, to bring the Ark of the Covenant to Jerusalem. His priority was to bring the presence of God because the Ark of the Covenant was somehow taken by the enemy and he wants to bring it back to his city. And as he was calling forth a large assembly, you know, I don't have to read the whole chapter, but there was a great assembly. He called, you know, the different, uh, you know, troops and the commanders and all the different uh, tribes to gather together so that they can bring the Ark of the Covenant back. And as they were bringing back, unfortunately, there was an accident because they put the uh, Ark of the Covenant on top of a cart and the Bible says in chapter 13 of 1 Chronicles that the oxen has stumbled and one of those guys leading the, uh, the cart reached out his hands to stable or to stabilize the Ark of the Covenant. And the Bible says God struck Uzzah that day because he touched the holy things of God. So, you know, in other words, they were not able to bring straight the Ark into Jerusalem, and so they had to detour it to the house of Obed-Edom. And the Bible says that this Ark of the Covenant stayed in the house of Obed-Edom for three months. What's amazing about this, in verse 14, it says, And the Ark of the Covenant remained with the household of Obed-Edom for three months, and the Lord blessed the household of Obed-Edom and all that he had. You know, where the presence of the Lord is, there's blessings. And I believe that as we encounter God in 2021, as we have experienced His presence in our time of fast, in our time of daily prayer meetings, in our time of just inquiring of God, I believe that God's presence will usher in a fresh new blessing in our lives. And this has always been a priority in the life of David, to seek the presence of God. And I don't know about you, but you know, I'm so excited that this year will be a year of you know, a fresh start, a year of fresh encounter with God, that we will actually uh, experience the presence of God more than ever before. That when you sit down and read your Bible, and when you ask the Lord, and when you pray, and when you just silence yourself, and when you meditate on the Word, that God's presence would be there. In fact, David declared this in Psalm chapter 27, verse 4, One thing have I asked of the Lord that I will seek after, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to gaze upon the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in His temple. That was the heart of David. 
The heart of David, yes, though he was king, his heart was always to be in the house of the Lord. His house was not just to be in the palace, not just to enjoy you know, the magnificence of, I don't know, the structure of his kingdom, but his priority is to be in the temple of God and to hear him, to enjoy his presence, to always inquire of him. This leads me to my second point. David inquired of the Lord regularly or habitually. Not just a casual inquiry, but regularly. And we see this in verse 10 of chapter 14 that, you know, we somehow see that this is a same enemy, the regular enemy of David, which is the Philistines. And in verse 10, he inquired of God, shall I go up against the Philistines? Will you give them into my hand? He first inquired, and then we know that God allowed him to go and conquer them. And in verse 14, what's interesting is David again inquired of God. He did not just assume that God will say the same thing. David was dealing with the same enemy ever since his youth. Remember the time that David had the first encounter with uh, the Philistine army? He was just delivering bread to his brothers in the camp of Saul, and there was a standoff between the Jews and the Philistines, and there was a champion of the, uh, of the Philistine army named Goliath, who was mocking the armies of God. And David said, who is this guy? Who is this uncircumcised Philistines who would actually mock the name of the Lord my God? And so he encountered that, you know, he actually uh, uh, went on to battle with the, uh, with the Philistine giant, and we, we all know the story, David and Goliath, he won the battle that day. And somehow, during this time, in 1 Chronicles chapter 14, now as king, David was a shepherd boy during that time facing Goliath. Now as the king of Israel, he is still facing the same enemy, the Philistine army. But yet, maybe the Philistine army is probably a little bit stronger, a little bit more experienced than before because just in the previous chapters, they have defeated King Saul and his entire army. But yet David did not just assume that he will win the battle. He went on to inquire of God if he should attack the Philistines. The first inquiry of David, God said, yes. And so David obeyed. They had victory. Then the Philistines made another raid in the valley, and God, actually David, inquired again of the Lord. But this time, God said, don't do it. But instead, wait for me because I'll do the attack. You know, David did not just go ahead and rush out to face the Philistines because anyway, it's a familiar army. I know their strategies. And, you know, I, I can do this since I did it before. David, even though he was king of a mighty and powerful army of Israel, he depended on God. And he humbled himself for the Lord, saying, Lord, what should I do? He requested for a divine direction, and he did not stop there. He actually requested that God would go with them in the battle. What about us this year? Are you willing to go to the battle without inquiring of the Lord and risking loss? You know, if we would be wise, just like David. We would actually present our situation before the Lord every single day and say, God, 
this battle is yours. I fully depend on you. Because our relationship with God is never a formula. You know, I believe that God wants us to totally depend on Him. You know, we cannot assume that, you know, since God said this before, I'm pretty sure that God will say the same things again. It may not be the same thing again because God may have a different strategy this time. You know, to inquire of God is to let go of our plans and to consider God's plans as better plans than our plans. What about us? I'm sure many of us have planners already. You've probably written down your faith goals. How many of you have plans for 2021? You've probably written down, you know, financial plans, marriage plans for those of you who are single. Maybe uh, you've written down uh, 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 family plans. Uh, I don't know if there's going to be family vacations this year. But anyway, so you probably just go, went ahead and, you know, r- started writing down some of your faith goals. But have you considered inquiring of God and saying, God, is this my plans or your plans? Are you willing to carry it forward and just say before you move on, God, if there's anything that I need to adjust, may I be able to adjust it in accordance to your will? My question for us is, if God tells you to change your plans, will you be willing to change your plans for this year and wait for God to move? On your behalf. You know, in life, there's so many places wherein we can actually get advice, but not all advice is good advice. You gotta check the source. And I believe that as we read the Word of God, this is not just a good advice, this is the will of God. Amen. You know, I remember a, um, a lady calling an electric company to complain about her electricity because it was cut. And she was on the line and she was asking the person there from the electric company, she, she asked, what should I do? And the voice on the other end of the line said, well, my advice to you is open your freezer and eat all your ice cream because it's going to melt. I guess you can do that after you break the fast tonight. But, you know, but the point is this, you know, let's be a people who would be known as God inquirers. If there's anything, if there's any advice or someone who can actually, we can learn an advice from, it should be from the Lord. If we can actually just put our heart this year and say, God, I don't want to move unless you would say yes to these things. When we inquire from God, we know that it will always be good because His will is always good, pleasing, and perfect. We know that. We constantly need God's direction, whether we start a new career, maybe a new relationship. Maybe some of you students are seeking direction for college, where to go, what course to take. Maybe some of you are praying for a new house. Is it time to buy a new house? Is it time for us to stay renting? Or maybe some of you are praying for a new job. Maybe some of you are even planning to go abroad. Maybe some of you are praying that, Lord, you know, I've been single for the longest time. Maybe this year will be the year of breakthrough or whatever. We need to inquire of God. And I'm not talking about being weird and asking the Lord for the smallest things. Like, for example, the Lord, you know, uh, what color of dress or shirt should I wear? Or, you know, what's the flavor of, of meal? Should I, you know, should I eat adobo today? Should I just go ahead and decide on that. But I believe for the big part, God gave us wisdom. 
I mean, God gave us wisdom for the for the little part, for the small things, but for the big choices in life, and for the critical things, we need to go ahead and present, you know, everything before the Lord. My last thought is this: last point: breakthroughs come when we inquire, and when we obey God. And this means that there's no obstacle that can't be overcome by God's power if it's not, if it is in God's will. And I believe that if you are in the center, smack in the center of the will of God, guess what? Nothing is too difficult for God. Nothing can move you. That's why, you know, we read earlier that the place where David defeated the Philistines was called Baal Perazim. This means the Lord breaks out. And David made the declaration that God is the God of my breakthrough because it is, he said it is like a bursting flood. You know, when you're in the middle of God's will, you don't have to help God open doors for you. God will be the one to open the doors for us. Amen. There's no striving. There's no struggle. I believe that this year, if we just learn how to wait on the Lord and inquire of Him and learn to obey Him, God will be the one to give us those breakthroughs. And why does God want to give us a breakthrough? Very simple. God does not want us to get stuck. He wants us to be set free so we can actually serve Him wholeheartedly. You know, we may be facing some dilemma today. It can be the same obstacles that you have been facing for many, many years, just like David facing the Philistines. Same enemy from when he was young. It may be the same struggle that you have been facing. Maybe these are some obstacles that you have in your work. Maybe some obstacles with your health. Maybe some obstacles with your marriage. Maybe there are obstacles with one of your children. Maybe there's an obstacle with your work or your career or maybe your finances. We can go on and on and on. But let's not forget that we serve a God of breakthrough. That if we learn to just surrender our, ourselves and inquire of God, He will break through on our behalf. And I want to declare this to us tonight. It's not by might. It's not by power. But by the Spirit of God. And as we conclude tonight, I, I'm so convinced that God wants to speak to us every single day. I want us to just enjoy this time with God. You know, as we usher in this new year, 2021, we must learn to slow down. We must learn to listen. We must learn to inquire. We must learn to lay our hearts down before the Lord and enjoy the fresh encounter with God. We can't act in the present as if we can just do the same things that God told us in the past. Every single day is a new day with God. His mercies are new every morning. His, you know, His direction and His relationship for us is always fresh. The moment you and I open up our eyes every single day, we have to continually seek the Lord for fresh guidance every day. There might be new instructions. We, we just need to be sensitive to God's timing. Because you know what? I believe that this year, 
It will be a year of God's guidance for us, for He is our good shepherd. The Bible says in John chapter 10, verse 14, My sheep know my voice. And we are God's sheep. He is our shepherd. And I declare that 2021 will be a year of breakthrough. May it be a year of fresh encounter for us. May it be a year of God's presence, you know, manifested in our life, in our family, in our finance, in our career, in our church, in our community. May we always inquire of His will. May we have hearts that are ready to obey. May we see God's breakthrough come in our lives this year. And I declare that to each and every one of us. Father, thank you so much that today you have indeed brought us into a place of total dependence upon you, God. Lord, we look back in the past year, 2020. Yes, it may have been so bad and so dark. But I thank you, Lord God, that in the midst of all the shadows, your light breaks forth. And we thank you, Lord God, indeed you are breaking forth. Lord God, even in the midst of your people today, God, Thank you, God. Indeed, we will experience a fresh revelation, a fresh encounter with you this year. I declare that. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen.